Welcome to Tabletop. My name is Nick, and I think that fudging dice rolls is totally okay. Hey, it's me, Franco, and rolling for initiative sucks. I'm Daniel, and I think you should modify your first level characters as much as you want. And I'm Shade, and if your TTRPG hasn't evolved into a LARP, you've done it wrong. And we all host Tabletop, a TTRPG podcast about all things games and storytelling. And sometimes we have game designers, professional researchers, and even the occasional owlbear. If this interests you, listen to Tabletop every Monday, wherever you get your podcasts. Tabletop is a proud member of the Helios Network. Hey, it's Charlie, Negative Modifiers Game Master. First off, thank you for giving us a listen. As always, expect something horrible to happen to the players. If you're a fan, support us by leaving a review on iTunes. If you hate the show, consider doing it anyway and enjoying the fact that you've inflicted us on someone else. The most up-to-date news on the podcast, follow us on Twitter and Instagram. And with that... Is Cambori on the ship right now, or he's probably still like back towards the airlock or something? He didn't come over immediately because you guys said you'd go first. Gotcha. I want to calm Cambori to head over or to kind of pop in. So I want to ask him questions about the Jin's friends. You're just contacting or asking him to come over to the ship. I click on our comms. Hey, Cambori, quit dawdling. Get over here. Yeah, so two passes. He kind of comes through, kind of comes before you hear him kind of calling out. I'm here. Uh, where are you? We're in the machine halls. Where are you? Kind of like stumbles into view and sees you. Ah, there you are. I have joined you where you're standing. What was that in your story? What was I felt like there was something in regards of people coming back after maybe encountering a gin or maybe just disappearing and them not seeming like they used to. What's that about? Kind of looks at you and goes, well, if all rumors about the Jinn are to be believed, the Jinn are capable of possessing an individual. I believe that's the passage you're referring to, where the princess returns, but her behavior is altered, as though it's not her in her own body. Is that the part you're talking about? Yeah. Can, does it, when you say the Jinn possesses somebody, can they possess multiple people at the same time? Kind of raises an eyebrow. I suppose if a Jinn was powerful enough, nothing could stop it from doing that i suppose gin possessions are quite rare so the exact rules and for lack of a better phrase limitations of such an ability are well not exactly well researched but it has been posited i suppose a few times that with enough time and energy a gin could control multiple people simultaneously i'm assuming there'd still be a host of some kind in that case a main vessel for the gin at that point but I can't think of a reason why the Jinn wouldn't be capable of controlling multitudes of people so long as its main vessel remained intact. I turned to the chief engineer. So we have the captain who you say is definitely possessed. Kind of looks at you. I don't want to say anything about the captain, but yes, his behavior has been quite erratic lately. If possession was a thing, I could imagine that being what happened. And then who are the three others that are acting kind of funny? They're not members of the crew. Kind of like pauses for a second, lets out a long sigh. We pulled some items out of the ice. Four of them to be precise. I believe they were cryo chambers of some kind or something, but old, like hundreds of years old. Antiques by all measures. And we put them up in the observatory at the bow of the ship. I think the captain opened one of them, and I believe that these three mystery figures, these three mystery people were in 
some collection of the crowd chambers. You have a visual by chance? Like, do you guys have a security system on this, on the ship? And I shakes his head, not with the power to say, well, that's it is, then I won't be turning that back on. If you must do so, you can, but I'd advise against it. We'll just be returning control of the ship back to the bow of the ship. Yeah, we just cut that off. Kind of shrugs. He's like, if you want to access the security cameras at the front of the ship, the front of the ship has to have power. Okay. All righty. Let's see what I can do. Am I able to tap into the, I guess, since I'm in the machine hall, technically I should have bigger access to kind of just functionality in the ship, correct? Yes, but I will also kind of reiterate, Chief Engineer Atla has turned the ship off. Like, again, the explanation of why the ship has no transponder and why it was kind of running at low, low, low power is because it was indeed running at incredibly low power. He has disabled all but the barest necessity electronics to the rest of the ship type of thing. Depending on what you want to do, you'll either have to restore power or maybe there's enough. Like, he's trying to access cameras at this point because I think of that as kind of an auxiliary thing. You'd have to restore power and control. You have to give the rest of the ship back more power for that to work. Okay. So then what I would like to do then is start going into the system to try to restore power then. All right. So you want to try and turn the ship back on for lack of a better phrase? Mm -hmm. All right. So I need a tech or a data gen to kind of power up the ship back to normal operational levels. I will go ahead and roll a data gen now. All right. And I'm going to pray the icons and messenger. <laughs> oh, thank God. Limited success. Yeah. So it takes some time. Like, again, this was really well the same. Atla, despite his eccentricities, is quite good at his job, it turns out. And through this, you do establish that, yeah, the ship now has all its functionality back. But Atla hasn't just electronically destroyed the kind of rear controls of the ship. He has physically destroyed them like putting them back together might take days and they might not even work in that case so yeah the ship is now back to full functioning you kind of realize that now as the ship is turning back on more lights are turning on the air circulation comes back on a more meaningful way like you didn't realize how low the ship was running internally until you turn the stuff back on does that mean the engines are pushing at a, a higher power no they maintain the same speed okay cool okay so now that i've got full power going am i able to i guess get a hmm any lockout bridge controls from here yeah i guess that, that's yeah am i able to like modify some of the controls for stuff that's in the the front of the ship from where i'm at now the machine halls clarify what you're asking like the only place you can control the ship right now is from from the bridge the main bridge in the bow of the ship that's the only place you can control the ship from right now you can lock that out if you want but Again, that's the only place you can control the ship from right now. Mm. Okay, then yeah, I will go ahead and basically lock the controls out for the ship up front until I get over there myself. You won't be able to do uh, that. No, okay. I misunderstood then. Yeah, you can only turn them back on from back here. Okay. And I guess I'd also say that, like, if you just leave Atla here, there's a decent chance he's just going to turn it off on you again. Yeah, no, no, of course. Am I able to do, like, I guess a, a life scan reading or something like that to see if there's any other life on board now that the control the ship is fully established am i able to do like a check to see if there's any other life forms on the ship beyond us and give me a data gen yeah just let's roll data gen check on that a limited success your scan reveals is at least one other person alive and they're kind of moving relatively erratically through the ship they seem to kind of pick up and then vanish at random intervals almost like not like they're teleporting, but like they're deliberately avoiding sensors or maybe using some kind of way of 
avoiding sensors and kind of avoiding security cameras. The security cameras do show you more plainly the captain just sitting in the dark in his captain's chair in the bridge, just staring directly forward out the main view, just unflinching, unblinking, just calm, collective, in his chair, just staring out into space at the asteroid field, slowly approaching. Activate comms and speak to the, I guess, to the, the room the captain's in? I mean, you absolutely can if you want. Okay, so I'm going to go ahead and activate comms, and I'm going to just kind of be like, Captain, hello? Hello there? While I'm watching the, the screen, of course, to see where the captain is. Now, just to verify, the captain wasn't the one moving erratically, right? This is That's a separate being. Yeah. Okay. The captain just kind of seems to ignore your attempts to hail him. As you're doing this, kind of Atla chimes in at one point. He's like, it's not the captain anymore. I'm not sure he even knows how to work the comm system. I know the back here in the machine halls, we've got basically control of the whole ship. Why don't we just cut oxygen down a little bit just to knock everybody out and then we can go deal with whatever the problem is. Not a bad idea. I'm going to go ahead and take that suggestion and cut, I guess, God, this is going to sound really Star Trekky, but cut out life support systems for everything outside the machine halls. All right, so that will kill the captain for the record. No, no, you don't cut it completely. You just bring the O2 down a little to the point where a human would pass out. A prolonged exposure would kill him. Okay. Yeah, I was going to do like a turn off the switch, turn back on thing. I was going to do like a just cut it off and then leave it off kind of thing. So, yeah, let's do that. Let's just drop the O2 levels a little bit then. And out the atmosphere in here. Yeah. So can I do I have to do another data gen for that or? No, I'll say just you can just do that. Yeah, you're in the system at this point. Okay. So as I lower the O2 levels, I'm looking at two things. Number one, I'm looking to see if there's any reaction from the captain. And two, is there slowed down movement from whatever being is kind of teleporting? Not exactly teleporting, but kind of popping up between around the ship sensors. Sure. Is there any change in their movement? Are they slowing down, speeding up? So the captain seems completely unfazed on the kind of randomly appearing and disappearing life form topic. You see it appear kind of roughly near one of the walls in the workshop. It kind of makes its way about two thirds of the way into the space and then just kind of seems to pause there and doesn't seem to move anymore. All right. We need to go fast now because if we leave them like this for 30 minutes or so, they're going to die. All right. So, uh, Mr. Gambori, could you please escort our friend? onto our ship to just make sure that he's not going to be futzing around with any of these controls as we dive further into the beast. I have nods at this. Of course. Should I restrain him or? We don't need to be so rough at this moment, but remember, there is a reason why I taught you some stuff. I have nods at this. Of course, of course. Jester said Atla, if you'll be so kind to come with me, we can retire to the Saffron. All righty. Now let's go take care of this problem right quick. The elevator. You said it's a little speedway from getting to the, from the machine halls to the workshop. The elevator that connects the kind of two halves of the ship together. It's the only expedited way of moving from one to the other. So you're going to kind of try and use those. Sorry, right before we go, Captain, could you make it a little bit difficult from anyone accessing the controls here to actually put commands in, put up some voodoo firewall magic that you do yeah sure let's uh see what i can do here okay so what am i well i guess do i need to roll data gen for that what are you trying to do exactly well i might confuse myself here hold on basically what i asked is if you could you're trying to put up some like 
safety procedures on the system, correct? Yeah, basically just making it difficult for whoever's using the computer back here, giving them a bit of a hard time before they can start. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, it's yeah. easy enough is to that do. A, is that a data general, or is that just kind of waved no, off? i say you do it, yeah, that's fine. Okay, that's fine for now. Yeah, uploading something like that's easy enough to do from here. Okay, so I'll go ahead and get that started and get all set up then, and then are we moving on to the uh, the other areas then? That's up to you guys. We could be speedy about it and use the elevator shafts. I don't know. There's something kind of a little sketchy about using machinery at this time, especially just because it's an unfamiliar ship, and I don't exactly trust unfamiliar ships. But at the same time, if we're kind of under a time constraint, we could probably use this to just make sure our crewmates don't die. Would the elevator shafts be the fastest way, or is there like a way I can check and see there's another route we can do that would get us there faster or it's just elevator shafts the most direct definitely a maintenance path you could take that would go along the spine you could also spacewalk it from a pure fastest and kind of quote safest point a to point b it's the elevators okay let's take the elevators come on what's there to be afraid of fine but i'm going to be monitoring the whole time we're, we're in the elevators i don't want any weird tomfoolery to happen while we're in here Last thing I want to do is get dropped in the elevator to my death, so. Well, it's a very good thing that this elevator goes horizontally rather than vertically. Well, either way, I feel like getting shook it up here in this elevator. No, I understand your fear, Captain. I'm not really one for small enclosed space, he's like, I'm killed. Hmm. Is there, well, I guess, uh, do I do anything? Well, hmm, no, the captain's already used third eye, never mind. I could have my recon probe kind of go ahead in front of us, I guess, or maybe like trail us or follow us, at least when we're in the elevator, just because it will, it, the elevator is going to run parallel through the cargo beams, correct? Yes. So I could use the recon scout to, actually, I could just probably shoot the recon scout through the cargo beams and just kind of get us a really quick flyby of like the center of the ship. Or mm, that just kind of gives us an idea as to what's inside, but not really the status of the elevator. Even before we go through that, I can check and see if there's any weird issues with like, I mean, obviously this thing has been stranded. Is there any weird issues with the whole elevator shaft situation? Like, are there any blockages, jams, things like that? Can I even just check so for that? Ask. Like, so do you want to inspect the elevators real quick before you get in them? Yeah, no, definitely. All right, cool. So as you approach the elevators, it becomes very obvious that there are two of them. There's a elevator shaft A and an elevator shaft B. Elevator shaft B is marked out of order. Like, it's very obviously not working, but someone has gone through the effort of kind of prying open the doors that would let you kind of walk down the elevator shaft if need be. Elevator A is kind of resting at the back waiting for you, though. Okay, and just, I guess, to confirm since B is out, but is there any weird issues with A? Or is it, like, is it looking good? It looks functional. Like, it's um, no flickering lights, no sparks, no nothing. That would, like, be an obvious indication of not working. Okay, so um, is it locked? Do you have anything special to unlock it, or can I just, no, like... just open waiting for you, yeah. Okay. Again, it, this ship, this is basically a fancy trucker ship. It's not designed to make getting from point to point be hard. It's kind of the extenuating circumstances that have created that problem. Like, it's designed for you to do what you're trying to do quite easily. Okay. Well, I will step into the elevator first and say, gentlemen, ladies, shall we? After you, Ruth. There's a part of me that wants to consult your god, Abarama, but another part of me where I don't honestly want to take that chance. Everything is up to chance. Plus, I don't got any dice on me right now. Mm. I'll put my faith in the captain. 
and I join the captain in the. You said you were taking elevator A. Elevator A, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. I'll join my captain in the elevator shaft. All right, so you're all traveling from the stern to the workshop. Mm-hmm. All right, so two things happen about two thirds of the way to the workshop. The gravity just suddenly gives out on board the ship. You all kind of find yourself slowly floating up into the space around it. Could I attempt to click on my grab or my mag boots before? Absolutely, yeah. You all have the exosuits, correct? Yes. I have an exosuit, yes. All right, so everyone who has one, give me a dexterity check to see if you kind of get the system engaged to negate the zero-G going on. I have zero-G training, so that gives me plus two. I rolled a failure. Oh my god. I rolled a failure, but I'm not going to fail this, so I'm going to pray to the dancer. I'm going to pray to the dancer as well, then. I got a limited success of one. I failed. I will be praying to Elton John. Come on, <laughs> tiny dancer. Yes. Nice. <laughs> Critical success. I rolled my pray to the, was it? Yeah, pray to the dancer, and I got limited success. All right, so you all kind of maybe float for a couple seconds, and then Roof just kicks the shoes back on real hard and latches to the ground, but the rest of you get there eventually, too. But while this is happening, you hear just kind of some groaning sounds throughout the ship, and suddenly you hear the sound of just heavy impacts ramming into the sides of the ship as kind of looking out through some little portals on the side of the elevator as you pass certain things, you see just chunks of the ice dislodge and fly at the elevator. Oh, hell no. Question, is only one or are both of these darkness points uh, situation? These are both darkness points. I put my hands on the shoulders of each of Abraham and Evam. Is this a moment where we should we should pray for mercy? Well, I got to ask really fast about the elevator. Is this like a, you know, there's it's four walls or is it like a railing on the side? It's four walls. Like you're enclosed in this, but these chunks of ice are also big enough that they could do some damage if they hit the elevator. And it looks like they're going to. Is there an escape hatch on this elevator? Yeah, you can get out of it. You won't be able to get to it fast enough, though, before the ice collides with you. Uh, I feel like we have to use it because if that's the case, this would probably just instantly kill us. No, I can deal with zero G's. I'm not the best at it, but I, I am legit not feeling great about this, guys. I mean, the captain could just stop the elevator right now and it would miss us, but we're going to be in for a ride. Am I able to tap into the, uh, well, I guess to do that kind of functionality from inside the elevator? Not in the time you have before it collides with you. Okay. I mean, I feel like this this is bad. This would inst- this will probably instantly kill us, but I also feel like there's something else that's going to be worse down the line. I don't know. There is an escape hatch, correct? Yeah. You said that we may not be able to get to it before the ice collides. Yeah, again, I'm, we're only pausing this much because you guys are trying to figure if you're going to use that talent or not to negate some darkness points. Like, we're talking you have maybe five seconds between seeing this ice crack off and start flying at you and it making impact. I mean, I'm down to roll the dice. Of course you are. Yeah. <laughs> My vote is to... I'm down to roll the dice. <laughs> okay, let's, let's roll the dice. Yeah. All right. Everyone give me a force or a dexterity, depending on how you're trying to kind of brace yourself for this. I'm going to roll string, and I got a limited success. I'm rolling dexterity, 
with a limited success as well. I rolled dexterity with a limited success as well. All right. <laughs> oh, you're beside yourself, aren't you? Well, so thank you for taking my bait on this thing. This isn't actually that dangerous. <laughs> All right. So I think everyone got one success, right? Yes. Correct. All right. So the ice crashes somewhat harmlessly, but still very unsettlingly against kind of the frame of the elevator shaft. And maybe some chunks kind of break through into the elevator itself and kind of just get dragged along as the elevator progresses. Everyone takes one point of stress. You lose one mind point. So this is just kind of, you realize how potentially dangerous this is. While this is happening, though, the comm system kind of clicks on and that same weird in your body cold returns this time accompanied by just some it definitely sounds human but kind of like it was just a human skeleton laughing at what they've just put you through everyone give me an empathy check well we take the mind loss the mind point loss first and then an empathy check yep okay how are we rolling sand rolls i failed but i'm gonna pray to the icons same i failed pray to the icons failed praying to the icons as well (laughs) limited success baby Limited success as well. And I failed again. So I got some bad news. Whatever this thing is that's really enjoying your torment on this thing, this time it really got its hooks into you. So you all take two points of willpower damage. It's just kind of the stress mounts at... This thing's toying with you. That was just a freak accident. This was it kind of deliberately throwing ice at you. It has more control over the ship than maybe you thought it had previously. Or maybe you think a gin would be capable of having, and it's really enjoying what it's doing to you. Uh, does the success limit it at all, or is it just two? It Flat. beat you all. Okay. Oh, okay. okay. So, so we took one point of mind damage again, and now we're taking two more. Yep. Okay. Hey, so what if you're uh, out of bound mind points? You're out of mind points. <laughs> all right. So you go a little bit catatonic. Oh no! You have a breakdown. All right, so let's paint the scene for this. So this laughter is happening. You kind of feel this cold grab in your gut. Evom, you're looking around kind of like, okay, what are we doing here? Abarama, you're also looking around kind of, you just survived this ice attack and you just kind of see Ruth slump against a wall and just start to kind of, how would Ruth freak out in this case? Like how would space is angry and wants to murder you manifest in Ruth's mind? So Ruth would probably be a hyperventilating. Ruth has a very extensive paranoia because the guards woman, she's always like keeping yeah. an eye out for stuff. But now it's not like a person with a gun or a person with a laser beam or like someone with a knife. Someone is toying with her with the very forces of nature and the very like mind blowing aspect of space. I'm not saying she's foaming out the mouth. But she's like spitting and like kind of exhaling real hard. And you just see droplets of just thick saliva hit the front of her exosuit. And she's not doing great. She's like almost going feral. Makes a lot of sense. Yeah, looks like she's about to have a rage bout. I look over and notice that Ruth is just freaking out and... I try to console them like, hey, are you, are you all right? Like try to basically get their attention. All right. So good news. If you have metacurgy or command, you can attempt to kind of speed up Ruth's healing. Eventually she will snap out of this other on her own. Before we get to that, Ru 
I need you to roll 1d6 for me. Oh, that's a four. All right, cool. You do not suffer any long-term effects of this breakdown. If you would roll the one, we would have permanently reduced your mind points by one total. You know what? (laughs) You need to be kind. (laughs) The dice need to be kind to me, actually. No, no, you got off fine. You rolled a four. You just had a breakdown, a normal, very rational breakdown that if you survive this, you'll walk it off. You'll be fine in the aftermath of this, but if you'd roll the one, it'd have lingered. Mm. How long am I having this breakdown? So let's first, does anyone have Commander Metacurge to try and help Ruth out with this? Because if not, it's going to be 1d6 hours until you start recovering mind points again as you kind of process through this breakdown. Ruth is kind of on the ground, just trying to process through this. Ivam, Abarama, what are you doing this type of thing? Does one of you have Metacurge you can use to try and help Ruth through this? I have one point in Metacurgy. All right, let's see if you can help. I failed, but I like to pray to the icon, the Lady of Tears, sure. if that's cool. Lady of Tears, hear my call? Yep. Nope, she didn't hear shit. All right. So, so I failed. Some time passes, you're trying to kind of help them cope through it. You can attempt again if you want. What's the different approach, I guess, you're going through? Like Anything you're trying to, like, change the situation some to try and get through? Like, what, what are you saying to Ruth that's not, like, Maybe just kind of snap out of it didn't work. Are you trying to go a different path? You trying to remind Ruth that she owes you or something? Like, what are you trying to try and bring Ruth back? Well, I guess first and foremost, like, are we able to get out of the elevator so we're not in that same situation? Like, can I get her out of there first? Or, I mean, what's well, still happening? The elevator is slowly moving. I guess you're all getting close okay. to the workshop destination. So, do you want to try and wait till you get there and then try and there? Yeah, I mean, basically, because trying to revive someone in a place of their breakdown. Not great. Yeah, I would basically remove her from that situation there first. And then I was going to try to like talk to her and be like, hey, you know, let's not forget your story doesn't end here. We've still got to get back to the person who's after you. Like, you're going to get that done and we're going to help you. Like, let's not forget that's that's our real end goal. And so makes a lot of sense. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. All right. Do I roll again? No, we'll kind of pass some time to get there. Yeah. So doors open into the workshop and what you see is real confusing. So you see a kind of short, squat, balding man who's built himself like what looks almost like a little cave of ice in a corner. And you see a young, early 20s person just kind of like half passed out on the deck about where you saw that person stop moving on the tracker earlier. Can I see what they look like? Would you describe them again? Like, well, I guess the question is, since I can, I can observe them from where I'm at, correct? Yeah, they're not trying to hide. So the man kind of hiding in this, like, ice thing he's built himself, you recognize him as Colzer from the Manifest, and you recognize the other person as Ada Leon. She appears to be a little bit unconscious on the floor. Well, it seems like the oxygen thing worked. Perhaps we should get them tied up. And throw on some oxygen moss for him. Yeah, that uh, looks like a good idea. I double check on Ruth to see if she's uh, if she's doing okay. All right, so you're only supposed to get one attempt for this. We're gonna give you a second one just on the off chance you can kind of get the revive going. So let's see that Metacurgy check to see if it kicks in. If not, Jad, you'll be taking over as Ada Leon. Ooh. All right. Oh, can I pray to the icons one last time? Uh, yeah. Oh. 
Thanks. Fuck. Limited success. All right. So with two successes, Ruth, you gain two mind points back and kind of slowly fade back into reality as Yvonne's kind of shaking you to get going. You all kind of slowly see Ada kind of slowly push herself up to an elbow and kind of look at you and just look at confusion on her face, looks at Kolb and goes, are they here to rescue us? Well, you're a lot. And coherent. That is very low. Yeah, so Ida kind of slowly pushes herself up to kind of a seating position. Yeah, I've been running around the vents, dodging those goddamn things that came out of the sarcophagi. Oh, goddamn it. That's your ship that parked, right? Like, you, you guys just showed up? I haven't been out that long? Yeah. Do you have a weapon on you? Kind of, like, fumbles around on her person for a second and goes, yeah. Pulls out just a big metallic kind of mechanic spanner and goes, I've been using this. It's not great, but it works. All right. Well, we're on our way to have a good old conversation with your captain, and we could use your help, and that would be your ticket off this bird. Oh, fuck no. I Let's just leave. Like, there's nothing but death up in the front half of the ship. Like, the rest of the crew is dead, kind of gestures at, at Cole. He only managed to survive this long because he's made himself invisible to all the life signatures on the station. I think he's just some cold chunk of the ship. He kind of nods at this and he goes, that was my plan, yes. Well, here's the thing. We're not leaving until we've dealt with this situation or one of us dies. She just kind of looks flabbergasted at you. The icon sent us here and we will do their will. That's great and all, but we've been on this ship now since everything went tits up and you've just gotten here. I don't know what they're paying you to be this reckless, but like, let's just go. Or better yet, I'll tell you how I got here, paint you a map, and then you can go and get yourself killed. Me and Cole will head back to your ship. Maybe we'll grab Atla on the way there if he's out of the goddamn machine halls. We'll wait for you on your ship until it's no longer safe to be there, and if you're not back, at least someone will live through this. Well, that's a bit of a problem, because a saffron isn't going to stop for anybody but me. That looks at you exasperated, like, you're supposed to save the crew, right? We're all that's left. I can vouch for that. Everyone is dead up front except the captain, and the captain's the guy that murdered most of the other people. You hear Ruth kind of from the ground as she's stopping to breathe. Just one, two, three. Fuck. Atala said, let me just catch my breath. The captain and three others weren't seeming themselves. Everyone else is dead. I point at Ada, one. I point at Kolb, two. And I kind of gesture back to the ship, three. So, how do we know you're not possessed right now? Oh, because I'm not one of the goddamn things you're talking about. Those three he was talking about, I don't know what they are, but they came out of the cryopods. They're like dressed like old-timey guards or something. I don't know. But they're also like not human anymore. They're gray. They're cold to the touch. They're nightmares to be around. I was flashing a light at you when you guys were pulling up near the ship and one of them tried to grab me. Like, you don't let them touch you. They, they don't hurt necessarily, but they kind of get into your mind when they touch you. you. You'll know what they are when you see them. We're fine because we're still capable of talking. Well, goddamn, Ruth, you were right. It looks like they found the princess and her guards. I'm still kind of just shaking off just what I just went through and whatnot. All right. That was, that was, that was relayed. I guess that they came out of the ice. Okay. The tall is on the ship. We probably need you. At least you're spunky. What about caveman over here? Culp looks at you. 
You got a ship. I get myself back to it. I've just been here, you know, where it's safe. I sent both the elevators to the opposite end so I could hear something coming. Well, here's the situation. As I've said before, the Saffron's not going to start without me. And we have a much better chance of surviving if we have a lot of firepower behind us. So you can decide to go back to the ship and hope that I make it back. Or you can come with us and improve those odds. Kind of looks at you and shrugs and he goes, like holds up just like a, a, a drill and he goes, I have this. I'm not sure how effective it'll be against, you know, whatever the hell is going on up there. But you're welcome to it. And... If my choice is being torn to shreds by whatever the hell's going on up there or dying in an explosion caused by asteroids, ironically, I'll take the asteroids. So I'd rather die safe in your ship than up in our nightmare of a bridge. Well, as captain of the ship, I am going to override your decision and say you can either die here or you can die with us in combat, but you're sure as shit not stepping on my ship. Especially not without my crew. Give me a manipulation. All right. Can I pray the icons again? God, that's... You can. Limited success. All right. So maybe it's that uh, Kolbzer has seen some stuff. Maybe it's the fact that he has survived this long. Maybe it's the fact that, like, he built himself a little ice cave on board the ship to avoid detection. But, like, this man's gaze is hard and cold and trying to, like, maintain eye contact with him is hard. And kind of you slowly shy away and take one point of stress damage to your mind points it's just kind of whether you like it or not he's not going to help he's not going to get killed for your full hearty notion of we can still save this ship and he would much rather take his chances at either trying to steal your ship or at least hoping you make it back than throwing his life away the tech that he's using to stay basically invisible and bounce around is that Something that's, like, attached to him, or is that, like, him just being in the ice cave? It's just him being in the ice cave. It just hides his heat signature. Okay, gotcha. So I put my hand down and say, all right, well, give me your drill. You're going to hide out here. You don't need a weapon. Yeah, so he kind of, like, looks at you, sneers, and just kind of hands the drill over to you. Just shrugs. He goes, it's not going to help you at all. Just throwing that one out there. And starts walking towards the elevator you just left and closes it and kind of starts going towards the stern of the ship in it. I look over at Ada, and basically I just find out, well, you coming with, or are you going to try to basically wait and take a chance that we might succeed over here? She kind of sighs and goes, I'm not going to be much good to you, honestly. I've been running and hiding, and, well, your kind of gestures around. Your little air trick was smart, but it kind of, like, she rubs her chest, just kind of, like, we're red by the roost. It knocked my ass out hard, so, I mean... I'm happy to kind of try and paint you a map or tell you where you need to go, but like you're you're better off just leaving. There's nothing to save on this ship still. Just let it crash. Just get off of it. We'll go home. This is not a place you want to be. We'll tell them exactly what happened. Like we lost control of the ship. The gin happened. A bunch of people got murdered. Not worth throwing your life away or kind of gestures around fucking ice hauler. Yeah. Problem is, though, if we do that, I don't think we're getting paid. And we're kind of in it for the money. So, uh... Kind of looks at you, she's like, you can't get paid if you're dead, though, either. Like, what's more important? Couple burr or being alive long enough to spend some other gig? Well, if I abandon this job, I'm as good as dead. So, uh, it's either die later or die now. And frankly, I don't like to run away from my problems, so... 
Traz rolls her eyes at this. What do you want me to do in this circumstance? I can tag along. I'd really rather not, you know, from a whole on the off chance you don't make it back. Maybe we can figure out something with your ship type of situation. But again, just cut your losses. You don't want to go to the bow of the ship. You know uh, what? Why don't you stay here? And if we lose one of us or we need some assistance, we will come back and we will grab you. Kind of like Moses for a second. I like tap something on her tabula and you all get a message. It's my contact information. If God forbid something happens, you need me to kind of run forward or you want to send me how to get your ship detached from our ship. Just let me know. All right. And why don't you draw that map you were talking about? Yeah. So she kind of starts detailing it off and basically she goes, all right, so you're here at the center of the ship and obviously the elevator will take you the rest of the way to the bow. But once you're there, you've basically got the bridge, the observation, and the remaining crew quarters. And the crew quarters are just a massacre. I think I saw Trin, Mira, and Lassar in there all dead. The things, I'm not like the guard-looking things, they're just kind of around. And they're real goddamn stealthy. Almost like when they stand, so they almost vanish. They don't breathe, they don't put off heat, they don't kind of do anything. They're just kind of there. You were dodging these things. What are we supposed to look out for? Once you see them, they're kind of hard to miss. She kind of like rubs her skin on her face because like they're pale, like corpse pale with black eyes, and they're dressed like they're from two, three centuries back. She's kind of outlining the rest of the ship. She's like, okay, so there's basically three main chunks of the rest of the ship. You've got the crew quarters, the bridge, and the observatory. Last I saw, the captain was barricaded up in the bridge. Just staring forward. If you're hell-bent on turning the ship, you're going to have to go there, but I'm not sure I would. The observatory is at the very front. It used to be beautiful. We stashed the cryopods, the sarcophagi, whatever you want to call them, up there. Whatever the hell happened here came from those damn things. I don't know what's left in them. I don't know what's milling about, but the three kind of guard things, they're somewhere up there. I haven't seen them leave, at least. That being said, if you told me they could walk on the outside of the hull without oxygen, I might believe you. I don't know. But yeah, so I put to the elevator. You take the elevator, you wind up in the crew quarters. It's right at the back of the main section there. And that will kind of give you the option of going to the bridge or the observatory. Again, I personally would recommend saying, screw it, going back to your ship, and we all get the hell out of here. Well... We'll go ahead and note your concerns into our logbook, and we will review them shortly. Otherwise, thank you for the maps. Yeah, any time, I guess. I would like to point out that I am almost certain that this djinn could turn this ship whenever they want. Now, that thing threw a fucking chunk of ice at us. Is it just me, or does anyone else think that this thing wants to make it to the eye? Ada kind of shrugs and she goes, changing a ship's course, a hell of a lot harder than manipulating the cranes around here. That being said, up until, I'm assuming, you three turned the power back on, the power was off. Maybe it exhausted itself trying to make the ship move. I don't know. Whatever this thing is, I'm not sure it really gets how technology works, if that makes sense. Well, if that's the case, let's go introduce them to the wonderful invention of gunpowder. Sounds like a good idea. It looks at you confused. You're still using gunpowder? Shit, you got like some muskets there or something you're trying to fight with? You know what I mean. Couldn't afford anything nice like a Vulcan? 
on my salary? Are you insane? And that shakes her head at this. I guess have fun up there. I'll stay as promised. If you're not going to make it back, please let me know so I can get us the hell off this, or at least the those of us that want to leave the hell off here so we all don't die in vain. It's the captain's call. I'll think about it. Fair enough, I suppose. All right, so you kind of head towards the bow of the ship at this point? Yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously we'll take the route mentioned in the map yeah. and all that, but yes. We'll, all right, so I'll... I guess, like, are you taking the vents? Because Ada has been moving about through the vents. Like, are you taking the direct path of the elevator? Are you taking the vents? I think we should just kick this fucker's door right in. Right. Sounds good to me. Yeah. Elevator? Oh, yep. why are you agreeing with me? <laughs> all right. Let's do this. <laughs> all right. Yeah. So you all pull into the elevator. The doors close behind you. And you start slowly making your way from the center of the ship towards the bow. Mm-hmm.